everything I want, nigga, everything I need. Let's take it green, know what I mean. Everything I want, nigga, everything I need. Let's take it green, know what I mean. Everything I want, nigga, everything I need. Welcome to another Let's episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. Your boys is back. The Black Bros are wasted here. Your boy Dom and Terry. But you can start calling me the Quarantine Dream, fam. The quarantine that's, that's my Dream. Yeah, the Quarantine Dream. That's that's my new nickname, bro. I hate it. No, I'm just fucking with you. But besides the hateration going on, how you doing, my brother? I'm pretty damn good, actually. I can't complain. You boys, OVE, to go Tommy Dream, <laughs> Rhino. And the return of Crazy Steve. I mean, you know, the match was whatever. You know, Tommy Dreamer tried to do a kip up, and you know, he couldn't obviously. Hey, did that was my highlight. Oh yeah, I would have turned it off. So, but yeah, man, you know, uh, Tommy Dreamer and his squad got the dub after Rhino hit a nun running gore, <laughs> and they got the one, two, three. Luckily. Another tag team match followed that. Well, before I even get to that, though, that Michael Elgin promo he cut on Eddie Edwards and Tessa Blanchard for not being there on night one was was fantastic. Now, granted, they already said they wasn't going to wrestle until night two anyway, so them being there really wasn't no issue for me. But, yeah, there's a chance that you might be getting your wish and Michael Elgin could be walking out of Rebellion as the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion, which I wouldn't have no problem with that at all. So, how Even though, it? I'm kind of interested to see how that goes, just because, word on the street, Tessa missed both tapings. Oh. So, did Eddie show up to... I don't know about Eddie, but I know for sure, for sure, from what I've seen... She supposedly missed both tapings. But I don't know how, you know, tight-lipped Impact was with that shit, like how WWE did with WrestleMania. So maybe she, like, slid in the back door and nobody's seen her. But they saying that she wasn't there for neither night. Good. So maybe maybe they pull some New Japan shit and strip of the, of the title and, and just have Eddie and uh, Michael fight for it. Fantastic. So, I wouldn't be opposed to that. One of the highlights of the night. We was just calling for it. Was it last week or two weeks ago? That, you know what I'm saying? Our boys need to get a dub. And lo and behold, Dez and Wentz, they got the win over Triple XL, TJP, and followed by. And a very entertaining, you know what I'm saying? Three way tag team match. Um, I was kind of surprised at how much Double XL dominated once they did get in the ring, though. You were surprised? Plus, hey, we talking about nine hundred pounds of men? That was on the apron for like the good what first nine minutes of the match. Mm-hmm. But I did think it was over though. When AC Romero hit Dez with that pounce, I was like, "Oh, bro, he done killed Dez." It's, yeah, it's a wrap. But he kicked out. The Rascals ended up getting the win. And overall, though, man, how was you feeling about this tag team match? 
It was fun. I loved it. Um, kind of interested though, because I thought Alaba and TJP was gonna be the number one contenders, but now Dez and Wentz kind of have a case for it. I mean, we ain't gonna see shit until you know the North can come back and defend their titles, but. I'm going to be very interested to see which one of them two teams, if not both, get a shot at the North. I wouldn't be opposed to, like, a triple threat tag match. So that way, if the North do end up losing, if they can just make the claim that they want the ones to get pinned. Because if they do that, I don't really see one of, you know, Ethan Page or Josh Alexander getting pinned in that situation. Or triple threat uh, for Melo Mayhem. Speaking of the North, though, you, your boys was letting loose. I'll leave it to you because, uh, yeah, man. I mean, look. When you done, done ran through everybody in the tag team division, at one point in time, there's nothing left to do but speak facts. And currently, ain't nobody in Impact is worthy of a title shot. I've been on record saying this for weeks now. You so, have. Oh. Look, I know they're probably going to fight jobbers more than likely in Canada. But it's going to be interesting to see. And there's a couple of free agent tag teams out there that I wouldn't mind seeing facing the North. <clears throat> Especially one of who we compare them to a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that would be fantastic. The revolt versus the North. Tell me that wouldn't be a lit, lit tag. Oh match. yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, but they would probably have to find a way to get to Canada, though, right? If they did that, because they can't leave right now. I mean, they can wait a little while. Yeah, I mean, it don't have to be soon, you know. But I'm just, you know, just saying. I mean, they're probably still under their their ninety day no compete clause anyway. That's true. And they you know they they getting their merch and stuff back anyway. So you know, if that does happen, it'll be great. Speaking of greatness, I text you as soon as it happened, yo. But our boy Willie Mack is the new X Division champion. He beat Ace Austin in another fantastic match. Now, I, like I know. Championship matches I always have near falls, but the stuff they was kicking out of, I legit thought that it was going to be over, like, for real. Because once Ace Austin hit him with that fold after he popped up after that stunner, I was just like, well, that's, that's all it. Wrote. But nope, he kicked out. When Willie Mack, you know what I'm saying, threw him up in the air and hit him with a stunner, I thought that was it, but Ace Austin kicked out. It was just a fantastic match, bro. This is one of them, just go watch it. Like, that's really all I can say. Um, you know, Willie Mack won after he hit the good old stunner on the turnbuckle, followed by the six-star frog splash. And, yeah, I'll leave it to you because I'll just say seeing Willie Mack win just put a, it put a big smile on my face, though, because that was like a well-deserved, you know what I'm saying, championship win right there. So my question is, who had a bigger smile on their face, you or Rich Swan? Probably Rich Swan because he knows him personally. And if but, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I love the match. Um, 
Willie Mack is the new X Division champion, and he's black. That actually might be the title of this episode. Um, but post match, shout out to the fact that Rich want to make uh, Willie a double champion. Nah, for real. So I was wondering how how they was gonna do that since you know Rich should be getting ready to come back any minute now. Yeah, I was hoping they was gonna break him up. But yeah, man, Willie Mack as a double champion, I would. I mean, I don't have no problem with that. I know you don't have a problem with that. So, and this gives Ace Ace Austin a chance. You know what I'm saying? Move on to. Ooh, well, I don't know though. Because if Michael Elgin win, I don't see Ace Austin just, like, moving to challenge him, like, anytime soon. Right. So, now I'm like you. Now I'm, I'm curious to know what, what happens. Look at y'all, Impact. Got me in suspense. Don't know where y'all going. That's a shock mm-hmm. to do, especially in the wrestling industry these days. But, um, Kylie Ray took on Kiara Hogan in another damn good match. Hey, man. How old is Kylie Ray? Mm, let's go find out real quick. Because well, she's like 23, though. Yeah, because the way Josh Matthews was talking about it, it made me just feel like she's like not that old at all. She is... Oh, she's 27. I'm going to say she's almost age. Well, closer to you than me. She's still close enough to both of us, though. That's true. But, um... As far as the match go, how did you feel about it? It was a really good match. Um, shout out to Kara Hogan for putting over Kylie the way she did because she saw her ass off this whole match. Um, I think what really made this match go for me, though, was hearing Madison put them over on commentary. Agreed. Like, we've been talking about how Madison's been one of the MVPs of Impact. And she proved it again on on night one of Rebellion. Fully and, and, and wholeheartedly. Like, she reminds you that, you know, she helped mold Kiara into the person that she is now. And she's known for doing that because she did it with everybody, with the beautiful people and all this other shit. And it's just little small tidbits like that that make you be like, God damn it, Madison. You have been here forever. And speaking of fantastic, I know you are the biggest fan of the cinematic matches. I wouldn't say biggest fan. Well, as far as us two go. So, I will leave the main event between Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan to you. Take it away. Before I get to the actual main event, I think I can correct you on, on, what you, on what you just said. I'm the bigger fan out of the two of us to non or to WWE cinematic matches. Touche. I think both of us have enjoyed any cinematic match this Impact slash TNA has ever put on. That's true. Which leads me to say that I'm not going to say not too much about this because I'm not going to do injustice whatsoever. But Scott DeMorean at Impact 
sat back in the boardroom and watched WrestleMania and was like, hmm, you're doing cinematic matches, huh? Okay. Let me remind y'all that I started this shit. I started this whole barbecue business. Like, this match was a, it was an unsanctioned match, so of course it had blows and weapons and traveling all over the place, but it wasn't as like overkill as the last man standing match between Edge and Randy Orton. It was more in the vein of, of the Tommaso Johnny match. Whereas with one of my favorite moments though, and I've, I'm quite sure you're going to fully agree with me here. Ken had a uh, Send me down towards the end of the match, right? Yeah. For the finish. All of a sudden, OV pops up, and they just start beating the shit out of uh, Ken Shamrock. And they call for Sammy. Sammy comes and ha- has the uh, his back. All together, all four of them goes, thumbs up, thumbs down. Next thing you know, he clocks. Madman Fulton hit Jake and then chokes out Dave and then it's, it, next thing you know it turns into like almost like a western where the two gunfighters then been through hell and it's time for the final bullet the final showdown and I know we have been on the record talking shit about older people beating young people. But this, the way they did it works, similar to the Boneyard match. Because Sammy not going to let this shit go. Nah. No shitty. And two, I pray to sweet baby Jesus that when I get to be Ken Shamrock's age, I look that way. Nah, for real. Real talk, fam. Because he, what, 50? Yeah. And in the best shape of his life. He damn to look better than he did when he was an actual UFC fighter. Yep, he's 56. Wow. And you know what? I, I totally agree with you. Because, you know, at first I was not on board. If this was going to be a traditional wrestling match, then, you know... Ken Shamrock being Sammy Callahan would have definitely pissed me off, but yeah, doing it the way they did it. Because, I mean, technically, you know, he didn't, you know, submit or, you know, get penny. Pass the fuck out. So, like you said, he's definitely not going to let this go. I'm I'm so looking forward to what's, what's next. And, look, and you know, new Ken Shamrock was most likely going to get the dub since he used the newest inductee into the so what is it, the Impact Hall of Fame, or is it still the TNA Hall of Fame, or can I just call it whatever? Either or, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, Ken Shamrock gets into his inductee into the Hall of Fame, so, but yeah, man. You can't just say that, though, because they're going to think you're talking about WWE. The TNA slash Impact Hall of Fame. There we go. Overall, though, man, I'm not going to lie, Night One of Rebellion gets an A. 
Same. Honestly, it could even get a solid A+. I would have, but Crazy Steve coming back wasn't enough for me to, like, you know. Push it. Yeah, so. An A. What about Willie Mack? Ah, well, you know what? When you put it like that. Willie Mack and the Rascals. And the Rascals. Yeah, A plus then. Uh, don't, man, look. Don't let Trey win tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we definitely going to be in the treehouse for a whole week. Oh, man, for real. Cause yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. So yeah, man, A plus. If you don't have any final thoughts, get on out of here now. As always, you can find us by going directly to hotflyerspodcast.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, be it Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Music, Google, um, all that good stuff. By searching <laughs> Hot Flyers Podcast on Facebook. Or YouTube at High Flyers Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Flyers, Dom's Twitter at Freshly Snipes 21, my Twitter at underscore Bobby Digital. And then in the meantime and the in between time, Rascal Wave, Too Sweet, Top Guys Out.